Hello, Corky Crime Sisters here. Hello. So our show contains graphic content, so please, listeners, be advised. as close this time yeah i don't know what happened there that was weird wasn't it i think it's hard because i can't tell about it. we switched it all up i know <laughs> whoa that was cute and a cough. oh hello i'm coming hi hi <laughs> hi welcome everybody to the corky crime sisters yeah you almost spilt your drink already i have to drink now yep already god yep. dang it starting out bad i love it <laughs> Um, we are the podcast where two sisters actually like to hang out with each other. Yeah, she's my rock. <laughs> Talk about some uh, serial killers. Literally the most prolific of them the all. The most prolific serial Wait killers. Wait till you see the shit Nikki got <gasps> cooked up for you today. And have an adult beverage or two. Or three. Or I got some whiskey. You do have whiskey this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have, I'm going to drink Bud Light today. I think that's fair. There was Michelob. Did you miss the Michelob? Totally missed it. I would much rather have Michelob. I don't think it's cold. Ew. Excuse me. Wow. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last time we, we didn't do a good enough job of getting our our listeners uh, hammered. So today. Schmammered. So in case you Ooh, don't know. I haven't drank or eaten today. Okay, continue. <laughs> in case you don't know, anytime one of us screws up or says actually basically or um um um's really hard though but we're working on we're it working. it's not good storytelling to be like um yeah uh, uh yeah, uh, 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 yeah um then you um 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 then you need to drink okay all right so this week we decided that we are going to come out with a bang woo and we are doing prolific serial killers Ooh, 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 I know ooh. it's crazy but here's the thing because they're so intense and crazy um instead of getting two episode or like two stories this week you're getting one yes this week and one next week so we thought we would take a little bit more time to delve into these and get like a little bit deeper <laughs> I mean you know she like it deep no okay anyway I'm excited uh so Taylor yeah, tell the peeps what we're drinking. We are drink well, so I am drinking. You know, if there's a meme going around Facebook right now that's like, "What a fucking year this week has been," and that's <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how we both feel. So I have proper twelve whiskey with some Coke. Ooh, and it's it's giving me life. Let's be honest here. And then Nikki's got some Bud Light for crack for us. I know. I know. Again, I'm sad I would have had Michelob, but that's okay. I should have put some in the fridge for you. You know what it is, is I went to my husband's bar while I was waiting for you, and I was like typing out the rest of my case, and I had yep. a beer there. I had a Dos Equis, and anytime I start with Dos Equis, everything else just falls flat. Sure. Yeah, you love your Dos Equis. <laughs> I do love Dos Equis. So, know anyway, it. are we ready for this? Do it. Oh. Ooh. What percentage is Bud Light? Uh, I don't know what percentage is beer in general. I'm curious. I don't know. Four point two. Okay. 
So not really a lot. It's okay. Less than a Prosecco, which is based on the week's events, totally all right. Yes. So are you ready for this? Yes! Yamas! Ooh, ooh. I felt like I needed to tap it like a shot. You don't do shots anymore. Mm-mm. Fuck that shit. That shit get crazy, though. Okay. Are you ready for this? I don't know. Crazy story. Am I? I don't know. You're going to buckle up. I... It's, this... Okay, we talk about this a lot. About how both of us are super into true crime, right? But the fact of the matter is, is none of us, neither of us, I should say, actually know much about, like, the world's prolific serial killers. You say actually. I say... <laughs> okay. Right? Or do I... Yeah. No, yeah. you say basically, but yeah. that's okay. We'll, we'll and live. that was a good use. I will defend myself to the <laughs> <Okay>. grave. <laughs> neither of us actually know a lot. I think I know the most about Ted Bundy because everything's come out lately. And <gasps> right. oh, my God. Gutter, my boyfriend today, was telling me how in 2020 his longtime girlfriend's coming out for the first time since her book and her and the daughter are doing a documentary with Amazon Prime. Oh, snap. I am so excited. Oh, yeah, because he had a daughter with her and crazy. Well, I guess I don't know. I'd have to clarify. I don't know if it's his daughter or if it's his longtime girlfriend's daughter that he raised. I don't know which one oh, it is. Oh, you mean you don't know if it's Liz or... Well, Liz isn't her real name. Oh. Let me look it up. It's fine. Okay, anyway. Well, um, I do have a little bit of a corkscrew as well. Just okay. because we're on this topic real quick. Um, I wanted to just throw out there for everybody. So I found out this week that somebody that I knew... Uh, was involved in the Chris Watts case. Yes, I meaning about this. meaning that uh, unfortunately he was one of the people that was on the scene when everything came about, and and the poor children were pulled out of the I don't know what was it a tube, a, a it was pipe. the pipe, like the six inch um, pipe, and he was not a part of the police uh, force or anything like that. He just happened to be the manager of the site where all of this happened. And inevitably, in the end, unfortunately, he ended up taking his own life. Now, I'm not blaming that case. There was lots of other things. But I guess what, you know, what we were trying to or what I'm trying to say by bringing this up is I want to remind everybody that, again, even though we talk about these cases and though we make jokes throughout them again to make it lighter for us, these are real people that are affected by these things. And it goes further than just the victims or the victim's family. I mean, it goes beyond that it goes into people who that we don't even think are affected by this mm-hmm. and um this person i was told that after it happened he literally like could not sleep for like a week mm-hmm. you know just i mean just and it's horrible it's horrible so and things yeah things have not panned out well for him so. no and so in the end if you know anybody that's involved or like has to deal with something along these lines, always check in on them, make sure they're okay, you know, let them know that there's help out there. And just remember that these stories reach more people than we even think that they do. That second and third hand trauma is still rough. Like he didn't even know them, but like just being that site manager. Meant that he had to deal with it. And he had to be forced into something, you know, 
when it comes to like police officers and people in law enforcement and or you know paramedics and stuff they they've chosen that life and I applaud them because there's still secondhand trauma to that for sure for sure I'm just saying that you know it even reaches past people that we don't think would even be involved oh you're saying like past the first responders yes yeah yeah. it you know it can reach past even that and and cause serious trauma yeah yeah so anyway on that note I just want to re go back wind rewind for a second it will be, her name is Elizabeth, so I was wrong. I thought they changed it, but they just called her Liz the whole time. It'll be Elizabeth and Elizabeth's daughter. Oh, so Ro- not not the lady that he w- so got pregnant. Carol Ann Boone, who became Carol Ann Bundy. And then uh, her, they had a daughter. They had a daughter. Her name was Rose Bundy. She's 37 now. I think I would change my last name. Just throwing it out there. I, I don't think so. She was born in. I mean, he was in prison. She was born in 1982. When was he executed? Bundy execution. <laughs> execution t-shirt. Oh, my God. What is that? Yeah. Didn't they like come up with things that was like execute Bundy, blah, blah, blah. So 89. Okay. So she would have been six when he was executed. Seven. Is that seven? No. 82 to 89. Seven. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you're right. Math is not our strong suit today. Anyway, okay. So I was like, why are you staring at me? (laughs) I don't understand. So this week. shirts i'm sorry oh no let's see them let's see it the shirts say burn bundy burn in the execution chair That's oh awful. my god i mean <laughs> he deserved Ted bundy it. the original uber oh <gasps> that's fucked up oh my god he deserved it oh i'm not over it okay anyway <laughs> We can move on. I'm well, Ted Bundy is not. That is not who we are doing today. We're not even talking about him in my case either. No. I so. chose someone way more recent, but we're not going to learn about him until next week. Although there is a teaser out on Instagram that does pretty much say who I'm talking about next Ooh. week. So if you do want to know, head over to Corky Crime Sisters. Yes. So today in this quirky ass cave. This is the quirkiest. Oh, quirky. my God. We are, like, ridiculous. Why? That cockatoo-looking bitch over there is Taylor. Oh, my God. (laughs) I feel like a cockatoo. My bangs are so, like, long now. They just stick straight up when I have a ponytail. I posted a selfie on Instagram. You'll see it. I love it. Um, And the bun-wearing lady over there is Nikki. We totally forgot to tell you who we were. I was like, why are you yelling at me? I don't understand. (laughs) (sighs) anyway okay so this week i have chosen to do the prolific serial killer john wayne gacy oh i'm so excited i know nothing it's sad okay i know that he did the clown stuff oh yeah and that he was gay that's about the extent of what i know he had like a murder house i think too just you wait that's what i know okay are we ready yes All right, so John Wayne Gacy was born on March 17th, 1942, in Chicago, Illinois. He was born to John Stanley Gacy and Marion Robinson. 
He was the second child of three and the only son. Okay. It was said that Wait, he was... weren't we just saying how the... We literally were just having a conversation about how the middle child is always the craziest. Yes. <laughs> we did literally just have that conversation. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Mm. It was said that they named him... <laughs> What happened? You, when you set your drink out, beer just went flying towards me, but you didn't notice. Oh, <laughs> I did feel a drop on my arm, but I didn't think it reached to you. Yep. That's funny. Um, it was said that he was named after John, his father, mm-hmm. and then his father's favorite actor was John Wayne. So that's where he got his name. Oh, I never even thought of that. Yeah. So, of course, uh, Gacy is many serial killers, had a rough childhood, which we've also previously discussed. Right. His alcoholic father was very physically and emotionally abusive. And John, like, Gacy ended up being, like, his pretty much number one target. I mean, he was abusive to all of them, but what? Nothing. I I heard a dog bark that wasn't my dog, and I was just like, whoa. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, He was abusive to the entire family, but his son got the brunt of it. Hmm. So, yeah, right? That's hard. Uh, Gacy once said that he remembered his father beating him with a leather belt because he disarranged car parts that his father had laid out. His father was an auto repair uh, mechanic. Okay. So he had laid out these parts and being a young child, he came in and messed him up and his dad beat him for it. Oof. Another time his father hit him over the head with a broom handle and knocked him out. They do say that traumatic brain injury will lead to anger management issues. Sure, sure. Uh, you're saying this like I'm ahead of what you're going to tell me, so. No, I just, I, I, yeah. You never heard of Phineas Gage? Uh, the name sounds familiar. So Phineas Gage is like a super, super, like, famous case study because the dude literally got like a railroad tie pole yes yes and where it hit and i don't even remember it might have been the hippocampus but literally wherever it hit in his brain changed his entire personality, personality. yes i remember and he became yeah. angry and yeah so like it's a thing and it is a be, thing you don't need to get pierced by a fucking rod through your head because it went like through the bottom up the top but like no but like, stay tuned for more to come because you will see i think more so what led to gacy being who he was and doing the things that he did than that no i agree i'm just saying that yeah. does not help definitely not definitely not so at the age of six gacy stole a car from a store yeah his, a toy car his mom made him take it back and apologize of course his father was mad and his mom at that point tried to protect him from his father oh no yes so this led to his father to start calling him sissy and mama's boy oh, he no. also said that he would quote probably grow up queer end quote oh his different word, time his word not mine different time oh yeah when Gacy was seven, he and another boy were caught sexually fondling a young girl. Gacy's punishment from his father was to be whipped by a razor strop. Do, do you know what that is? Not even a little bit. Okay. Which is, okay, so it's a thick piece of leather that the barber shop used to use to, like, sharpen their shaving knife on. Like, have you seen, like, the old-time movies where they would have, like, their yeah. razor and then they would hold it up and they would, like, sharpen it on the leather? Yep, yep, yep. That, that thing is thick. So... Not saying it's okay for a seven-year-old to fondle another seven-year-old, but the fact that it was a girl, wouldn't that appease his father? Because she he wasn't queer? Um, you would time. think, however, because he was seven, I think. Was the issue? Yes. 
I'm just different perspective. Not saying it's okay. That's a big red flag. So. Wait, what? What? Um, so <laughs> got him. Okay. Gacy's bad situation would continue later that year. He was re- he, it was reported that he had been sexually molested by a family friend who was a contractor, like a construction contractor, and he would take him for rides and fondle him. Oh no. Yeah. The sad truth is that Gacy never told anyone as he was afraid that his father would blame him and beat him Ugh. for it. Yes. That makes my heart hurt. Again, as all of this wasn't bad enough, uh, Gacy had health problems growing up. He had heart problems, so he wasn't able to play sports, which led him to being bullied at school. Mm-hmm. When Gacy was in the fourth grade, he started having blackouts, okay. and he would uh, he would have to be hospitalized for them, and he started having seizures. Good. They're not fun. No, I you get you, she used to get them. <laughs> I did, and they're not fun. This is why I see why now. We were hanging out last night, and Nene goes, oh, you know, I know that, like, he was a prolific serial killer, but I kind of feel bad for the guy, and I'm starting to see why. So I think it just goes back to the whole, like, when, you know, being a parent and how you raise your child is so important. Nature versus nurture, but in this case, nurture won out. For sure. And you can choose to be different. You can choose to move past those limitations set. Um, But at the end of the day it really plays a factor in how you grow up like, right. and, and who you become. Right. Absolutely. So. Can't deny that. So, of course, even though he's having blackouts and seizures, his father believes that he was faking it to get sympathy and mm-hmm. attention. Yep. So we're going to beat him some more, give him some more seizures, you know. You know. The huge. Later, one of Gacy's high school friends would come forward to say that he witnessed Gacy's father beating him for no reason and that Gacy would never fight back. He would just put his hands up and defend himself. (sighs) Fucking shit, man. Yeah. When Gacy was 18, in a strange twist, his father bought him a car. However, his father would regularly take away the keys or would take... Uh, off a key component so that he wouldn't drive he wouldn't be able to drive the car okay being a repairman he knew what to do to right yes gacy ended up having an extra set of keys made and base yeah right and then once his father uh, like reattached the part gacy decided it was time to leave like he was like i'm out of here get the fuck out gacy yeah so he ended up going to las vegas and yes it, i know you're if i ever ran away it would be to, <laughs> to vegas the, it would be to vegas i would know exactly where to find you to the homeland i'd be like just riding the elevator of the luxor up and down <laughs> i believe it i believe or at the blackjack table oh for sure <laughs> so he ended up going to las vegas and at first he worked with an ambulance service uh which didn't last long he then decided okay. to work as an attendant at the Palm Mortuary. Okay. Would never do that. Uh, Not my jam. Uh, Sorry. I was, okay, corkscrew really fast. I was at work and we were talking about a different placement that my boys went came from. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I don't remember if it was Jefferson Hills or Turning Point. Whatever, it doesn't matter at this point. But one of, so it used to be an old crematorium. And one of the offices, which would totally be my office, let's be honest, you could see, like, 
the paint they hadn't like retaken care of it but you could see like the burn marks of where the oven was <laughs> and that was the office oh no thank you oh i want it oh my god done okay so while he worked there he would sleep on a cot behind the embalming room so just like you were talking oh my gosh like my soul man. <laughs> can we talk about this he even eventually admitted to climbing into a coffin that had a deceased teenage boy in it. Okay, and too he, much for me. And he, <laughs> wait, and he said that he embraced and caressed the body before he became in a state of shock. Uh, okay, but like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. It's- so you can see how we're slowly starting to the wheels are slowly falling off. Progress. Yes. He ended up leaving the next day and going back to live back at home to live with his mother and father again, which why the fuck would you move back in with them? Why wouldn't you just go back and to Chicago and get your own place? Yeah. Like why move in with them again? Yeah. But okay. So what's really funny is um when he went back to Chicago, he ended up enrolling in uh and he enrolled himself in Northwestern Business College, even though he never graduated high school. You so, can do that? Apparently. Don't he, you need your D- GED? Well, he got away with it, and nobody ever questioned it. Okay. You know, different time. Different time. Exactly. Different time. Once he graduated, he ended up working for the Nun Bush Shoe Company. <laughs> he ev- I know. I know. Isn't that kind of like, ha-ha. Uh... Eventually became the manager of the store and then they moved him to Springfield. Okay. Yeah. So he was the manager of Springfield. Nun Bush Shoe Company. <laughs> the Bush. It was the at. The Bush. The Bush. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was at this job where he met Marilyn Myers as he was her boss. And the two started dating. Okay, Marilyn Myers. Is like this our like... parents. Our mom was His our boss. dad's boss. Yeah. Anyway. Trying. Uh, where was I at? Okay, so after nine months, they ended up getting married. Even though Marilyn's father wasn't too sure of Gacy. Like, he was like, mm. You've got a good intuition, sir. He's like, I don't know about this one. Hindsight's twenty twenty five, but... <laughs> 2025. I don't think that's any better than 2020. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> While they were dating, Gacy joined the local JCs, which is the United States Junior Chamber. I, I thought you were going to say JC Pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Was JC Pennies around back then? Oh, JC Pennies is like the ultimate old person's place. I think so. <laughs> okay. He even moved up to become the vice president of the Springfield chapter. Wow. Right? I mean, he's moving on up. This At this is... point, it was said that he had, at, he was now having his second homosexual experience. Gacy said that one of the follow JC members performed oral sex on him after a night of hanging out and drinking. Okay. Yeah. I mean, good for you. Get some. It turned out that Gacy's father-in-law owned three KFCs in Waterloo, that. Iowa. Oh my god, KFC sounds amazing. I have not eaten today. I, we could not own a KFC. Oh my god. We would make no profit. I'm fat without even owning a KFC. <laughs> Stop. Let's just talk about that. So, 
It was at this point that his father-in-law then offered him a position managing them. So Gacy and his new wife went ahead and moved to Waterloo, Iowa. Well, good. Job opportunities, man. Right? Get your shit. While working for the KFC, Gacy was making about 15000 a year, which would be 118000 now. Ooh. So he was doing pretty good. You're doing fine. Yeah, I would say. Whoa. Rude. If I pull the string on her headphones, it's like a little leash. Okay, get put your paw down. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> it, was also, it wasn't long before he became vice president of the JCs in Waterloo, and he would provide free chicken to all the members, and even insisted on being called the colonel. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he was like, I'm providing you bitches with chicken. Finger looking good, chicken. Call me the colonel. You're calling me colonel. That's amazing. There was also a different side to the JCs, though, that included wife swapping, prostitution, pornography, and drug use. So swingers. They were swingers. Yeah. Gacy was very involved in these activities, as you can imagine. Yeah. He even opened a club in his basement where they could drink and play pool. What does that sound like? Your story of the candy man. Oh, that's right. I was And like, it was I all teenage boys, wasn't it? They couldn't drink, but there was the pool table in the candy shop. And teenage boys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh snap. Maybe he was the candy man was a copycat. Yeah. Candy man was after Gacy, I think. I wouldn't even know. I'd have to look it up. I yeah, don't it's know. okay. It was at this point that Gacy would employ teenagers of both sexes at the KFCs, but would only socialize with young men. He would give them alcohol and make sexual advances. If they declined, he would claim it would, it would be a joke. He's just messing with them. Or he would say that he was testing their morals. Mm. Yeah. What a master manipulator. Oh, for sure. During their time in Waterloo, Gacy and his wife had two children, a son named... A son? Named a son, a son named Michael, a son named Michael, and a daughter named Christine. Okay, Ugh. excuse me. Okay. Gacy would later say that this time in his life was perfect, and he even gained his dad's approval finally. And um, his dad told him okay. that he was sorry for all that he that had happened when he was growing up. He even said, "Quote, son, I was wrong about you." End quote. Oh shit. Yeah. Unconditional love? Or so he thought. Okay. It was now August 1967. Stop the story here. I'm good. (laughs) Right. Okay. We're good. Sorry. From the bottom now we here. 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 Shouldn't drink whiskey on an empty stomach. I'm sorry. Continue. (laughs) Oh. 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 I pulled my own. She yanked her own cord. (laughs) That sounds kind of dirty. her own rope. <laughs> pulled my own rope. She pulled her own rope. Well, yep, continue. Yep, continue. This is where we're at in life today. So it was August 1967. Gacy was spending time with a fellow JC member's son named Donald Voorhees. Where is Voorhees from? War- like the name? Yeah. Isn't that like an old... How do you spell it? V O O. E-H-E-E-S. Vohees? Vohees? Last name. Origin. I was thinking Voorhees, but isn't that like an old... Voorhees is a surname. It is Dutch. 
No, but I thought it was like off of like an old scary story movie murder or something. No? Okay. No Moving on. Oh, look at that. Bundy is Anglo-Saxon. Okay, we're moving on. We are in. So Donald was only 15 and Gacy had lured him to his house with the promise of showing him porno films. Okay. So I'm just saying you're, you know, you're 15 years old. (laughs) (laughs) I almost spilled my drink. Drink. Those pornos are free on adamandeve.com. Not an ad. Or RedTube. Pornhub? What's RedTube? Another one. Or kink.com. RedTube sounds like a weird YouTube, but like on their periods. Okay. I, I, I would prefer PinkTube. Sounds more appropriate than RedTube. It does. I didn't come up with this. I'm just telling you what it is. No, okay. I know. I'm criticizing them because that's what <laughs> I do from my chair while I drink my, my glass. Your glass. Okay, so he fed him a bunch of alcohol mm-hmm. and persuaded him to perform oral sex. Okay. It was later that this happened to several other teenagers that Gacy knew as well. Hey, you made it out alive. That's good. Good on you. Uh, yeah. He's one, of the, he's one of the few. Let's yeah. just put it that way. So Gacy would even tell the young men that he was conducting a homosexual inspir- experiment and would pay them up to $50 each. To do these That's got to be a lot of money in today's times. Oh, for sure, because, yeah. Yeah. In March of the following year, Donald finally confided in his father about the abuse, and his father immediately turned Gacy into the police, who Good was on arrested you. on sodomy charges against Donald and was sub- subsequently charged with attempting assault of a 16-year-old Edward Lynch. Can you explain to me sodomy? I'm pretty sure sodomy is when somebody uses... Um, something to penetrate, penetrate. the anus. Yes, because it's I've only heard it used in terms of like penetrating a male's anus. I believe so. Actually, if I can even probably look, I'm gonna Google it really fast on my phone. Yeah, go for it. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what it is, but it's one of those words I've always been like sodomy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. Sodomy. Sexual intercourse involving anal or oral copulation. So he might not even penetrated orally or penetrated. He might have not penetrated in the anus. Yes. Because it could be orally according to this. Okay. So. Buggery is a. Buggery? (laughs) An acronym or synonym. Synonym. (laughs) Pedication. Intercourse per anum. A bit of ring. Reaming. Okay, we're getting off topic here. I, thank I, you. Thank you for that. So, giving you synonyms for sodomy. Gacy was actually convicted and sentenced to 10 years. Wow. Yeah. In Anamosa State Penitentiary. Which he should have stayed there, but you know. On the same day he was convicted, his wife filed for divorce. And Good it was said for that you, he. Mary. Right. Marilyn. Marilyn. <laughs> and it was said that he never saw his wife or children again. Good for you, Marilyn. Get the fuck out. Right? Like, recognize those signals. So during Oof. this, during his time in the, the slammer, <laughs> during his time in the slammer, Gacy was an upstanding inmate. He was the head cook. He even supervised several projects to improve conditions for the prisoners. Because of this, Gacy only served, are you ready for this? No. 
18 oh. months of a 10-year sentence. Ooh, that manipulation, though. After that, he was given then 12 months of probation. Okay. He was also ordered to go back to Chicago to live with his mother, as his father had died while he was in prison. And he said that he was, like, mm. super upset about it. Really? Yep. Because they wouldn't let him go to his father's funeral. Well, he just wanted to be out and... And he, he also had to adhere to a 10 p.m. Cur- curfew. Whoa. What's happening? 10 p.m.'s late. Sorry. I don't know what that yawn was about. What are the odds I could pause, pee, and get whiskey? I like it. Pause, pee. Pause, pee. So PPW. No, no. Pause, pee, provisions. Ah, the triple P's. The triple P's. We'll be right back, ladies and folks, after this short interview. <laughs> okay. Okay. We had a laughing cow cheese. I don't know how to make that a pee. <laughs> Pause pee provisions pasteurized. Yes. <laughs> okay, I like it. So, Gacy had a curfew, 10 p.m., right? Moved back in with his mom Still in Chicago. Too late. Yes, but I hear you. It didn't take long, of course, for Gacy to be back at his old ways. Uh-huh. In February of 1971, he was charged with sexually assaulting a teenage boy. Great. Right. Um, however, the charges would be dropped as the boy didn't show up to court. Great. Due to this, Iowa never was made aware of this incident, which if they had been, it would have been in violation of his probation. Yep. So he would have gone back to jail. This is why it is very important for states to communicate. Anyway... Gacy and his mother ended up buying a house in Norwood Park Township. The okay. address was 8213 West Summerdale Avenue. That sounds way too nice for everything that's going to happen. <laughs> You're right. It does. This is where he would move his second wife and two daughters into and where he would commit all of his horrific crimes. No. He also started, uh, he also started his own construction company called PDM. Ooh. I think it was like, it's like painting. Oh, now I forget. It doesn't matter, but it stands for like Whatever. construction stuff. Yeah. yeah. This is how he employed all of his new victims. Oh, no. On one side, Gacy would come across as the wholesome family man as he would start dressing up as a clown and visiting children in the hospital. Yes. I and then it. he had a very dark side as well. No. So Gacy created his clown character and would go on to name him Pogo. Yep, Pogo, the clown. The clown or Patches the clown. So I did hear on one podcast that they said that he actually named himself Pogo because he was Polish. So it was Po, like he was a Polish clown on the go. So he was Pogo. I was thinking like a Pogo stick when he gets excited. He has one Pogo stick. The motions you just made based on this story was very dirty and my mind went somewhere completely different. That's what I wanted you to go with. <gasps> That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, wow. He the- wants somebody on his pogo stick. It's like the Kesha song. I want to take a ride on my disco stick, but it's like, I want to take a ride on my pogo stick. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I want to take a ride on my pogo stick. I'm never going to hear that song the same again. It's pogo stick, man. <laughs> okay. Based on my limited knowledge of John Wayne. Yes. So he he did say, um, if, well, first of all, he made the costume himself. He also learned okay. how to apply the makeup and make it look really 
real. Oh, no. I'm going to show you a picture at this point, too, because I need your reaction to this. Um, but he did go on to say that he felt like when he was Pogo, the clown, it allowed him to regress back into childhood. Mm, right. I hate it all. Which, as you know, I mean, the whole trauma thing, right, uh, makes people... Like, I've heard... Like, I've heard that they get stuck. That people get stuck where they, in the age that they've had trauma. Right? I believe that. Okay, sorry, I'm just pulling this up real quick. You're totally good. Okay, so here's Pogo. Oh, fuck you, Pogo. You're creepy. Creepy as fuck, right? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't, I want nothing to do with Pogo. Yeah, that's creepy. And, and, but, okay, here's the thing is he would go around to hospitals and... Kids loved him, I'm sure. And kids loved him. He would also go to other functions and stuff and people loved him. I'm sure they did. Yeah. So, in 1975, Gacy told his his second wife that he was bisexual one night after they had sex. He also informed okay. her that they would never have sex again. <gasps> what? Yes. edit this out sorry i don't know what's happening i think your boyfriend worked outside he's bringing up the trash cans we'll just wait hey you're hot <laughs> look at that ass hey you're messing up the podcast look at that ass <laughs> <laughs> The dogs are barking now. Maybe she's it's still in the air. yeah. Now yeah. she's got to edit out all this. Why? Because <laughs> you're hot. <laughs> He's wearing Yay! his cowboy boots and a hoodie. It's like fuck me now, baby. I totally just spilt my drink all over me. I saw that. Bye. Love you. All right. So his wife actually came out and oh, God damn it, made it. <laughs> His wife came out and said that she had witnessed Gacy with teenage boys, and that's, like, all he ever hung out with. No. She also said that she found homosexual pornography movies and had found wallets belonging to young men inside their home. So, okay. Just saying. Gacy's first murder victim. Here we are. I'm ready. Okay. Was Timothy McCoy. In January of 1972, Gacy picked him up at a Greyhound bus terminal. He said he would take him sightseeing around Chicago and then drive him back. And they ended up driving back to Gacy's house. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. No, I just made that. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, That's creepy. Anyway, Timothy ended up spending the night. And the next morning, him and Gacy got into a fight. So there's conflicting stories on this. Okay. I've heard one where Timothy was standing. Gacy woke up and Timothy was standing in the doorway with a knife. And Gacy just defended himself. That obviously came from Gacy. Right. Um, the other one that I've heard is that Timothy was actually in the kitchen. I mean, I feel like that was a good use of actually, but you know. Yeah, I'll keep... I approve of your drinking. Timothy was in the kitchen making breakfast, and he had a knife in his hand chopping up something, and Gacy came down and thought he was, like, being aggressive. Either way, it ended up in a struggle, and it led to Timothy being stabbed 
in the chest multiple times. Oh, no. Yes. He then buried him in the crawl space, which is where that started. Oh, God. Yes. He later did have to cover the body with concrete as everyone that entered the house started complaining about the smell. Okay. Okay. I also heard that after Gacy had killed the gentleman and put him in the crawl space, he said that he had literally just finished cleaning up like the last couple drops of blood and his wife had walked in so his wife had two daughters from a previous marriage so he had two stepdaughters they'd been out of town for the weekend when all of this took place and she hadn't showed back up at home and like had walked in right as he had just finished cleaning up the murder oh God. and then acted like everything was normal she was like oh she was like oh you clean the kitchen and he was like yeah aren't you proud and then she like he like started playing with the kids oh my god because he's a psychopath yes so Ugh. In a later interview, Gacy admitted that the experience of killing gave him a mind-numbing orgasm. And, quote, Mm. that's when I realized death was the ultimate thrill, end quote. Mm. Yeah. Fuck. Once he had the taste for this, he couldn't stop. It is said that he would ask to show the young men a trick. Okay. No, show me no tricks. He would then handcuff them and tell them the trick is to have the key. After he handcuffed him. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you could see my face right now. Uh, Yeah. That's so fucked. Yeah. Then he would sexually assault them as he put a rope around their neck and strangle them. So, like, he, it was like, he would have, like, this (laughs) mind. Taylor, I can't. What? He would, oh, oh. We're having cord issues right now. He would have this mind numbing orgasm as he killed them uh, while sexually assaulting them so wait did he sexually assault them before they were dead or after i think both i think he before and during killing mm. i don't know that it was anything after okay yeah so i i could go into all of the murders and i don't want to discredit any of the victims by not but there are a substantial number yep it is said to be confirmed that Gacy ended up killing 33 victims. That's a lot of people. In the end. Um, so I'm an, and 27 of them he ended up burying in his crawl space. Yep, that's what I was going to say. It was also said that Gacy, because these were men that he would employ for his uh, construction company, that they would come and work on his house and he even had a couple of them down in the crawl space digging their own graves before he killed them. And then he would kill them and put them in the, the, the grave that they had dug. He also said that he <sighs> had the idea of storing them in the attic, but he was afraid of something leaking through. Yeah. Bodily fluids of some sort, which is disgusting. Yeah. So this happened m- numerous times. Fuck you. My boyfriend literally just opened the door to flip us off and then left. He loves me, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) So the majority of all those killings uh, or all those killings happened between 1976 to 1978. Jesus. Quick corkscrew too. Next week is going to be very similar because he has 90 confessions. Yeah, so that's the thing is like I wanted, I mean, we're doing a deep dive and we're that's why we're taking the time each week, like this week to do this one, next week to do yours. But I, I still would love to give all everybody mention, but 
we just don't have that kind of time, unfortunately. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So I'm going to give you the now what happened, what led to his final, the murder that caught him finally. Yep. yep. So the last three of his victims, Gacy decided to change his M.O., Wow. And he was. That's really weird. It is very weird. What the the part that he would change, though, is that he, instead of burying them in his crawl space, okay. he ended up throwing them in the uh, De Plains River. Well, yeah, that's not as smart. It's not. But a lot of people speculate that it's because he ran out of room in his call, crawl space. He could have also wanted to be caught. Could have been. He might have wanted that notoriety. He might have wanted to be done. You know, there's a lot of There's things. a lot of things. So he ended up starting to throw them into the river. Okay. Um, the victim hims- the victim itself was, well, the last victim, I should say, uh, his name was, where is it at? Oh, sorry. Um, Robert Pest. Mm-hmm. Pest? Pest. I think it might be Pest is how they, ex- P-E-S-T? P-I-E-S-T? Pieced? Pieced. Maybe he's French. <laughs> he's French from Pieced. Okay. Is it? It's French. French. Did I? Okay. So a little corkscrew on this as well. The kid from E.T. is not a kid anymore, obviously. Right. But he got arrested for a DUI. And they were like, Star from E.T. should have phoned home. <laughs> what are you doing it's not that wasn't in my court that's just something i read and i was like that's hilarious that is hilarious so it was set on an afternoon um of december in december of 1978 gacy visited plains pharmacy he was actually discussing with them a potential remodel okay while he was there and and visiting with the store owner he was within earshot of 15 year old part-time employee who was robert okay uh, he mentioned th- that he would be interested in hiring Robert, and he told Robert, like, hey, I would be interested in hiring you. And at the time, Gacy would also promise them, like, a substantial amount of more money than what they were making in their current position. Okay. 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 Oh, excuse Sounds me. Sounds too good to be true, because it is. Exactly. So after Gacy left the store and, and you know, telling Robert, hey, I'll pay you a ton of money, like, we should meet about this... Uh, Robert ended up going to, like, like really have, like, a meeting, so he thought. Okay. The sad truth is, is that it was Robert's mom's birthday, and she had been there to pick him up so that they could go spend her birthday together. Okay. And he went and told her, like, hey, I just need to go talk to this guy. He's offering me, like, an amazing job with lots of money, and once I'm done, we'll go celebrate your birthday. No, oh, no. I know. I know. It's so sad. So, in the end, Gacy just did, you know, his normal everything. Like, he got the kid back to his house. He did the whole handcuff trick. Okay. He sexually assaulted him. Yep. He killed him. And then threw his body in the river. So, the good thing is, is that Robert's mom would not let it go. Like, she she harped on it essentially and she was like no my son wouldn't have just disappeared it was my birthday he said he was going to go meet this guy she named john you know john wayne gacy and it you know they so of course he really became on their radar then 
I didn't really specify throughout, but there were several times throughout the years that he was put on somebody's, like the police's radar for doing something or something having been said or whatever. But because he was like this upstanding member in the community, they kind of just always brushed it off or like he always had like a good excuse or whatever. And they never really delved deeper into the fact that he was committing these murders. Okay. So, of course, Gacy ended up at the police station. Um, he, was, he was denying any involvement. Always. Of course. The first time that they got a warrant for his house, they did, like, a preliminary search. Like, they didn't do, yeah. like, a full-on search. Right. They had probable cause enough to search, but not a search warrant to do the, the, the thing. Exactly. They had probable cause, but not a search warrant to fully search. Yes. So, Gacy, ultimately, in the end, was so dumb and he ended up, once they released him after questioning questioning him for the disappearance of Robert, he then went to a local gas station mm-hmm. and gave the guy behind the counter like an envelope full of weed. Wow, you're freaking stupid. So they now then had reason to re-arrest him yep. and actually get a, a search warrant for his house makes a lot of sense huh yes when they originally went to go search the house before the search warrant one of the guys said that he could tell like the stench was so awful and he just knew something was going on like he just yeah. knew it but there was at that point they couldn't get too in depth right so they ended up getting a search warrant okay they went back to his house good yes um and this is when basically they started digging up bodies from the crawl space. Good. At the time, they had no idea what was to come. They had no idea. How prolific this was how, again. Yeah, exactly. How prolific it was. They had no idea that they were going to end up getting that many bodies. Yep. I think also what happened is that Gacy kind of knew that things were coming to a head and he went to his lawyer's office and his lawyers called the police and were like, you need to come and talk to us. So he basically was giving himself up. But what he thought he was giving himself up to was not all of the murders. He was giving them that he had murdered one person Uh in self-defense. Bull fucking shit, Timothy. And that he had buried him under the garage. He's talking about Timothy. He is. Now, if you ask him, like if I listen to an interview. If I ask him, I'm not going to see this bitch. (laughs) You're right. If you ask Gacy. No. If you, I listened to an interview where he said that when the cops asked him where where was the new concrete in your garage laid, he drew an X. And they later turned it around to be like, oh, where is the body buried? So he still was trying to manipulate his way out of, of this. Of course, of course. It's ridiculous. I I mean, I could continue to go on and on. I mean, the it's it's insane, but um he I mean, it's ridiculous. I forgot where Sorry. Um so he of course was brought to trial. It started February 6th of 1980. Oh, God damn it. She said, um, I'm making her drink. He was charged with 33 murders. He was tried in Cook County, Illinois. Mm -hmm. The jury selection actually came from Rockford, which was like 90 miles away because it had, it was so, when you get something of this scale, you can't get, okay, sorry, I keep 
filling in for you. Which is okay. I was getting there, but you you got it. Go. This is just knowledge I have. Yeah. It's like when you have something like this, you can't pull from their hometown. You can't pull from even anything close. No, and the the his defense tried to come across as saying we can't even do anything inside Illinois because everybody knows this case. They should have changed venues for him and they didn't. Yeah, they should have taken it to a different state is really what they should have and done. And that's what that means. Yeah. It's like change a venue because... Uh, granted, I'm not defending him, but because we knew there was going to be such a bias from their jury team. Of course. Of course. So in the end, of course, his lawyers tried to get him off. Of course. On, okay. on uh, insanity. He was unwilling to plead guilty. He was pleading guilty due to insanity. Um, I mean, I think that it came down to a bunch of different things they they want you know they said that um 33 murders is not insanity like it's not a temporary insanity like you and he was asphyxiated i mean like he was literally he was either strangling them or the other what method that he would use is that he would take their own underwear and like stuff it down their throat or like stuff toilet paper down their throat (gasps) or paper towels and so like i mean i think in the end they base they were like this is not this is not an accident Oh, sorry. Um, They were saying that this is not an accident. Like, you're not temporary and saying, like, this has happened 33 times. Um, They ended up having, like, Donald Voorhees testify about everything that had happened with him. So, you know, it it really, it went back and forth. The prosecution um, argued that, like, Gacy's history of abuse on on youths was ultimately like what led him to this like it it progressively you can see the progression of how it got worse and that it wasn't just like this temporary insanity thing like he continued to get worse yes so you know the 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 defense they really were hanging on to the whole doc like with doctors saying that he is ill well obviously he's ill like they knew that it just was a matter of like what were they actually saying like they think he had multiple personality disorder and all it it, which he probably did i mean i can't imagine but you know it is that's one of the hardest things diagnosed though oh for sure for sure so in the end uh gacy ended up being uh sentenced to death not surprised okay yep he got sentenced to death and actually let me come back up here sorry i used actually i'm gonna just drink it's fine um so these are his his convictions one count of sodomy 33 counts of murder one count of sexual assault one count of indecent liberties with a child which is ridiculous so (laughs) I know, right? I'm not over it. It's okay. He was on death row. And, of course, he was still trying to appeal everything. He remained incarcerated for the entire time. He was on death row for 14 years. He, one of the things that I did hear um, that really, like, threw me for a loop because it's kind of freaky is he was put to death by lethal injection. And lethal injection... You get a series of three shots. 
one is to like numb the pain one is to like slow your breathing and yep. then one's to like finally end it's a it. cocktail of three yes yes it's a cocktail which can i just tell you i think is bullshit to begin with do you think that his his victims were slowly put to death no no it, well so this is something i was gonna say is like asphyxiation is one of my worst fears mm. because could you imagine like that's why yeah no i cannot like drowning is so scary to me Ugh, I can't. Anyway, so when he, so this, his execution actually happened on May 9th, uh, 1994. Okay. A wow. year before you were born. That's interesting. Crazy, right? Yes. So he, that afternoon, he, his last meal, he requested KFC. It's always, I love last meal stories. <laughs> Because they're so crazy. Have you yes. ever thought about, like, what would you order for your last meal? Help me. Fuck. Um, I don't even know. Maybe, like, what's my favorite? I don't know. Let me get back to you on that. I've got a couple things that I think are good. But his last meal was K- Kentucky Fried Chicken, a dozen fried shrimp, French fries, fresh strawberries, and Diet Coke. Wow. Yes. Wow. I'm not over it. Okay. Yes. So, when they did the execution, though, okay, an execution by lethal injection is typically supposed to last like six to five, oh, excuse minutes. me, six to seven minutes, and his lasted 18 minutes. Now, they- Because he's superhuman. Sorry, continue. <laughs> I just think of like Bane from the Batman yes, stuff. Yes, and he, When they're like pumping that toxic stuff. Anyway, uh, but he- they there was some confusion as to they said like the first tube worked but then after that it got clogged so they had to like bring in another tube and like redo it and it was like a whole thing but it lasted 18 minutes some people were upset that it took 18 minutes you know because they felt like it was inhumane and i'm like are you kidding me how how is this inhumane can you imagine what he he did to all of his people that that's more inhumane yeah and that's he got the easy way out even if he had to suffer for 18 minutes he got the easy way out you know what i almost brought up some political shit it's fine but like that's where the issue lies in the death penalty it's like is this humane it's like yes this is humane this do you see what he (sighs) i know i hear you i hear you it's like the easy way out it is so after his execution, his brain was actually removed and it's uh, it's in the possession of Helen Morris, a witness for the defense at Gacy's trial. I she she interviewed Gacy and other serial killers in an attempt to isolate common personality traits of violent schizophrenics or like psychopaths okay. as well. His his body was cremated, but so I think they've, you know, kept it and done the testing. Reminds me of Young Frankenstein, where he's yes. going through the brains and he's like, Abby, Abby normal. Abby normal. <laughs> oh, don't do that to me. So here's the thing. I think it's like tw- he killed th- 33 people that they know of. I think... At this point, six of them remain still unidentified. No, oh, no. It was nine up until a couple years ago. We we have so much more DNA testing. We do. Now. We do have so much more DNA testing. And so they were able to, um, through that DNA testing over the years, take it from 
like nine, nine to, to six. six. Yeah. But there's still like six of them who are unidentified. And who knows? Like if they'll ever figure it out or not. Um, they do feel that there are other possible victims out there. They oh, I have believe not, that. They've not gotten fully into all of it, but he did used to travel a lot for work. So like the probability that he would do these things when he wasn't, I mean, yes, his MO was to do it at home and put him in the crawl space, but who's to say that he wasn't doing these things and put, leave them wherever while he was traveling. Yes. Because then he's in and out. Nobody even knew who he was in that state, you know. Exactly. There's no, so that's, that's up for a big debate. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is kind of where it stays. I mean, it's, this case is cr- insane. Insane. Um, I'm pretty sure his house you can tour now, can't you? So his house actually got demolished. Oh, I thought you could. Okay. No. Okay. So hear this. So the house was torn down. Okay. They demolished it. Okay. They have since rebuilt, but the house, um, it was like occupied until recently and now it's on the market for like almost $500,000 in the suburb of like a suburb of Chicago and... People, I mean, and I'm one of those people, would pay money for even the sight of John Wayne Gacy's. See, I would never want to live there. Like, I would never. We believe in spirits and energy, though. Yes. So. However, there is a museum in Tennessee. And hopefully when I go visit my friend Brittany. Yes! Yeah, right? When I go, too. She has to do my fucking eyebrows. Brittany, do my eyebrows, please. They need your love. Okay. Yeah, so Taylor might be coming. But that's where they have, like, a museum of, like, all these prolific serial killers. Yes. And the museum does house his uh his clown costumes his makeup it also has ted bundy's car just because we were just talking about him earlier his volkswagen with the side that's all like bolted up yeah <gasps> i knew there. it existed can we do this yeah i mean yeah. i have to move my friend to texas in may my best friend i actually think that we were trying to maybe get together in may like the girls were so, trying to plan a girls trip. Texas and Tennessee aren't far, right? I have no idea, but we'll figure it okay. out. Okay. So anyway, I, again, there's so much more that I didn't even delve into. There's yeah. so many more victims that I didn't even get into their stories. And again, I don't want anybody to think that I'm discrediting them or that they're not important to this story. It's just a lot of information there's document uh documentaries out there there's lots of other podcasts as well that do this i mean one podcast did a four-part series so they took four hours to break it all down yep um, what were your sources for this? So my sources for this, um, I did get information, of course, off of Wikipedia. I listened to, uh, hold on, I have to pull it up because I want to give them credit. They were a couple of different podcasts. And I listened to, where are you? Uh, Murder Made Me Famous. Yes, moms were listening to that too. And True Crime All the Time. True Crime All the Time was the main one that I True listened. Crime All the Time is one of my favorite with Gibbs. Yes. Yeah. They're the ones that did a four-part series on it. They've done, so several of my cases they've done, I've listened to them. Like, remember Oba Chandler? Yes. Which I think was one of our first cases. I was going to say that's, yeah. I think that might have been the Rogers Family Murders. Yeah, my yeah, yeah. Fav- my first case ever. I listen to them. They're yeah. awesome. They have awesome stuff. I love... So, like, what's so cool, and I just want to, like, point this out, is I'm really immersed in the true crime podcast 
community, mm-hmm. not as a podcast, but as an as a listener, as a consumer of yeah, their product, for sure. And all of them are so much fun. Anyway, I'll let you continue though. No, that's kind of where it stands. I guess the biggest thing to get from John Wayne it, Gacy is that he. A lot of people make it a, a point to to acknowledge that he was very two-sided he very much lived a double life like he was able to live personality yes he was able to live that family man he was very um psychopath pretty much he was also not a not only a prolific serial killer but he was very prolific in his community and and so it just it was crazy and a lot that's why a lot of times when his name would come up in these different things people wouldn't believe that it was him right because they're like no way he does so much good, I guess. But, you know. But that's like 90% of murderers. It's like, oh, my gosh. He could never do this. He's such a good person. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, those are the ones that are so good at impression management that they have now manipulated you. Yep. Oh, yeah. Trust me. Some of my and scariest boys at work are the ones that I have the best relationships with because they're so good at impression management and being yeah. like, this is yeah. the person you want to see. So I'm going to give that to you. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it's crazy, but I also go back to, you know, like I said, how you grow up. I mean, he would abuse these boys. He was abused as a teenage boy himself. Um, He was, he thought, he knew that he was um, homosexual at a young age, but it wasn't allowed. I mean, there's just all these things that played a factor. And again, it's never okay to kill somebody. And the, uh, the outcome for him and what he did was so horrendous but you can see where the things that happened to him in his life growing up led Led to to this what he would do to these poor boys exactly so anyway that was my case this week good job thank you it was a bit long and crazy so but i felt like you know a little more time needed to be spent on on this especially if there's still more victims we're not unsure of yes so again they feel like there could be other victims there's other um not just out of state but there's other victims in state that are that you know were considered missing that they're still wondering if they can't um somehow trace back to him so yeah which is yeah that's why we do this though yeah so it's crazy it's crazy good job thank you you're welcome this one was this one was a little tough this week. Like, it was extensive, but I enjoyed it. Again, like you said earlier when we started, you know, we do this true crime stuff, but we, some of these prolific ones, we don't actually know their, like, the backstory. Know their name. You know their name and you know what they did, but you don't know their backstory. So it's kind of interesting to find that out. I think I read John Wayne Gacy's Wikipedia at like one o'clock in the morning one time. Yeah. And that was it. So, Okay. You ready to lighten the mood? Yeah, let's lighten this shit right up. Please. I've got four for you this week. Please. We are on to Corky Clippings. I need to add a like theme Like a song. little theme song right yeah. there. And be like, do, 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 Okay. Okay, number one. Alton Eternity accidentally sues himself. <laughs> An attorney sues himself. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious i feel like you would do that i would i would you'd be like this bitch i'm suing her (laughs) (laughs) who is this bitch what why is she awful this bitch 
She's getting sued. Federal agents raid gun shop, find weapons. Oh, well, imagine that. <laughs> Did they you expect to weapons? find sparkling ponies? I mean. Maybe. <laughs> Man accused of killing attorney, given new attorney. <laughs> I think, we, did we do that one? We, we might, might have. have done that one. We might have, but oh, I think no. it's hilarious it too. It is hilarious. Tiger Woods plays with own balls, according to Nike. <laughs> Can you imagine? I just have this crazy image of somebody taking um, a club to their own balls. Oh, my God. That's insane. <laughs> in my last one for the week, trick-or-treaters given cocaine in gooding bags. <laughs> that gives a whole new meaning to the, like, have you seen the sign? Where if you're in like a shop or something and it says like unattended children will be given caffeine and sent yes. home or something. That gives a whole new meaning. <laughs> given cocaine. Given cocaine and sent home. Oh. Amazing. All right. We made it. We made it. It was a long episode. We hope y'all are still with us. Thank you. We will. Uh, oh, oh, what are we? What are we checking out? Nothing. <laughs> uh and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. We're going to do another prolific killer, serial yes. killer. Taylor's yes. doing one, but we won't give away the name. No. But it'll be another episode and yeah. 90 confessions. 90. And it's modern. That's very modern. Bananas. But on that note, thank you guys. We will see you next week. Yamas! Oh, I got beer on me because I <laughs> yamas you so hard. You yamas me hard. <laughs> I need. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some serious heartburn going on right now. Can